say that uh, i don't know i must have been kidding uh, it's uh i'm adam and uh this, this is wandering winter yo uh we're, we're back for another episode of making luck it's a, a dominion, dominion podcast pod- <laughs> a dominion podcast hashtag hashtag not really hashtag we should hashtag a dominion podcast Hashtag a Dominion podcast. That, that thing. You know what we're talking about, right, guys? Making luck. Or, or do we need more hashtags? Because hashtags serve to annoy people. Yeah. Clarity? Sure. It's so, something like that. I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, so um, before we get to the kingdom from last time, uh, I, I feel like we have a couple of announcements to make. Um, Ish. I I know that uh, you know we we haven't really come up with a unified place for for us to interact with you the it's listener, true. and uh, you know if you guys want to give us some feedback, uh, it would be great if you had a way to do it. And so I think we should tell you lots of ways that you can give us feedback. Different places that you can reach us on the internet. I I. Yes, I, yeah. I think they are all on the internet. That's right, that's man. that's not a requirement that I, I was thinking of going in. Uh, l- l- if it's not on the internet, I ain't sharing it on a podcast. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah. What yeah. about your dog squeaky toy? Oh, you mean this little thing? <laughs> what about it? It <laughs> seems like you just down. shared that <laughs> on a Dominion podcast. <laughs> I did. Um, now, and now the dog has it in her mouth, and it's kind of gross, so I don't want to touch it again. Um, so right. anyway, uh, there, there are a couple of places. See, look what you've done. <laughs> look what you've done. Anyway, there, there are a couple of places. I should feel great. Yeah. So there are a few places on the internet that maybe you're listening to our podcast. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast on my YouTube channel, just uh, go ahead and leave some comments there, and, and I'll, I'll read them. Uh, Adam Horton... Uh, that's that's uh, wait no it's youtube.com slash Adam Horton one that's right uh, oh this is zero no, oh, being a zero code. yes yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, true yeah I, uh, I post all the episodes there in video form so that's you that's can cool. also get a hold of me on my YouTube channel that is uh, youtube.com slash wandering winder oh yeah I uh, I I post links to all the the episodes on Reddit. Uh, on the Dominion subreddit, so that's reddit.com slash r slash Dominion, or you can just go to Reddit and look for Dominion. There's, uh, you know, just Dominion subreddit, so you can just look for the most recent episode there. Uh, I follow uh, and respond to all the conversations on those threads as well. Yeah, I'm on that subreddit uh, most days. Hotness. Um, I also have a blog, uh, which is wanderingwindergames.blogspot.com. No, that's not right. Oh my gosh, did I just get the URL of my... You sure about uh, that, bro? It sounded good to me. It's wanderingwindergames.blogspot.com. Yeah. Oh, hey, what do you know? Yeah. That is correct. It's all good, bro. Great. That blog is not 100% about Dominion, but it's a lot about Dominion. And I will be posting things uh, about every episode uh, for the episode. Yeah, uh, and, and a lot of the topics that we, we think about for this podcast that, that end up not being suitable as much for a podcast as they are about like a text article like you know Wandering Winter will post on his blog and, and I'll post true. them on the Dominion subreddit like you just made us yeah, yeah you we just... like writing articles too some things work better as articles some things work better as Dominion podcast yeah like you just had your swindler thing that you wrote and I just wrote an article about Apothecary that's on Reddit and like you guys should totally check them out I think they're both I, like super good I read it <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, I'm, I, I'm hoping that there can be, you know, maybe even more ways for you to get in touch with us. But, but for now, those are definitely the ones where if you want us to hear what you have to say, like you can go to any of those and we will hear what you have to say. And and almost in all 
almost all cases we will respond to you and and i want to emphasize uh kingdoms for us to talk about uh that that seems to me uh like the the piece of feedback that i want to hear from from the listeners more than anything else kingdoms to talk about and then your feedback on the kingdoms that we play i, I feel like you know I'd, I'd like to hear what you guys think about it man for sure that's that's what i would expect on every week but i i also want to emphasize that uh I very much look forward to if you guys don't understand something or disagree with something we say in the meat of our podcast sandwich. That is absolutely something that I want to hear and that I want to talk about. I mean the um, Virginia brand ham? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. It's a superior variety of okay. ham. Okay, good. It's a superior lunch meat. Yeah. Um, but... Uh... <laughs> but, but... That trope. That trope. Uh, so we're... Uh... Um, oh, I, I should mention the blog. I'm going to have posts about about every one of the things, but you can also reach me by there's a, a contact me form at the at the bottom of the page. Cool. Um, but yeah, so so we should be there on all there. Hopefully, at some point, um, there'll there'll be a place that you know most of you end up going, and that's that's where most of the discussion happens. If that happens, we'll all funnel you there. Um, oh yeah. And at some point, at some point, we're definitely not there yet. But at some point, we may we may make a, a website oh, for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. It's not impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible either. <laughs> it's not any of those things. It's definitely not. <laughs> Hashtag defo not. Hashtag definitely not. Definitely. Sure. Uh. Yeah, so um, I, I remember uh, last episode, at the end of the episode, there was a kingdom of not only 10 cards. It's true. But actually 11 cards. Also true. That we, that we had introduced. And uh, Wandering Winter also and I... Also true. <laughs> Wandering Winter and I just got done playing like a buttload of games. Uh, I think it was like five. Yeah, so like, okay, like 1.3 buttloads of games. Something. I don't remember. One to one point three buttloads of games on that kingdom, and uh, you want to talk about it, bro? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Do you you want to you want to remind folks of what was in said kingdom? I will. The kingdom cards were native village, menagerie, urchin warehouse, fortress, young witch, haggler, tribute, venture, prince, and the bane for young witches tunnel. Bird. Yeah, that thing. Uh, once again, for our audio-only listeners, Native Village Menagerie, Urchin Warehouse, Fortress, Young Witch, Hagler, Tribute, Venture, Prince, and Tunnel as the Bane for Young Witch. Uh, and so the, the thing that I had noticed uh, when I first saw the kingdom is the glaring lack of plus buy. Uh, so you're really... It's glaring, in fact. Uh, I don't... I don't... I look at my monitor a certain way, and there is a glare on it, and yeah, there is no the, plus buy. I've got the window right now, and yeah. the sun hasn't set yet. And uh, well, there isn't actually glare from from that. One. But there could have been, right? It could, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. And so, uh, in whatever glare that could or could not have been, mostly could have been, uh, there was no plus buy in that glare, and that really limits the potential for your turns. Right? Uh, you're scoring six points at the most on your turns, so. Uh, that's or important. up to eight points if you're trashing two curses. Well, you can trash or as many up curses. To, yeah, up to up to eighteen points if you trash all ten curses on one turn. Well, in a three-player game, you know you could trash and hand out lots of curses. Yeah, we're not talking about three-player. This is a two-player <laughs> Dominion podcast. We might talk about three-player at some point. Totally, but not right now. Yeah, great. Uh, so uh, I, you know, I, I thought Urchin was certainly worth going for the the trashing of the purples that are warmly accepted by my face in the process of playing this game. Oh yeah, uh, were were important, uh, and, and I thought that you could you could build a roughly you know relatively thin deck that can province very consistently and keep kind of clean. Uh, so so that's a that's a thing that I liked, um, and I think you felt mostly kind of sort of the same way, but maybe yeah. Not. If you go back and listen to what we were talking about last time, I was like, you know, my gut feeling is just go Young Witch Tunnel and hammer it. Um, but that gets walloped pretty bad, I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, that so that was my gut. But I, I thought that you know, upon more reflection, you probably do some engine-y thing, similar to what Adam was talking about. 
Adam was not high on Prince, and I thought Prince was potentially a good card. But the problem is, of course, plus buy. So I think what I'd settled on was if you spike an early eight, get Prince, but you're pretty unlikely to do that. Yeah, I, f I feel like by the time I was hitting eight for Prince, my deck was to the point where I could al already just province per turn. With Certainly the way that our games played out, that was true. Yeah, I, I, I figure... Or you, were, you weren't quite province per turn, but you were close. Close enough that I didn't feel like well, close enough that it. that you weren't really getting your time back from buying Prince instead of Province. I don't think for Sherzies, absolutely. At, at best, you were getting it back. I don't think you were making a profit on it. Oh yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um, we played like five games, and at the end of those five games, I um was reminded of how much variance is inherent in each of the strategies we were suggesting. Yeah, we're talking about uh, some, some making luck here. Um, a Dominion podcast. A Dominion uh, podcast, yeah. A Dominion podcast. So, uh, like, Urchin, like, that's a big deal. If my Urchin and my Young Witch that I open with collide on turn three, I'm in great shape. And yeah. if they collide on turn four, I'm in okay, decent shape. And if not, right. I'm in big stinking trouble, you know? And if his Urchin collided with my Young Witch so that I couldn't get a second one, that was not good for me. Um... But if I was able to get a second Young Witch... So I, I should actually point out how I have played, because it wasn't how I was saying last time. I went with my gut feel, mostly, and I went Young Witch Urchin. I opened with a green card because it was the bird. You, you, uh, you opened Young Witch Tunnel. You, you said Urchin, you meant Tunnel. Yeah, I said Urchin. I, then I described Tunnel, and yes, in fact, it was Tunnel. Great. I, I opened Young Witch Tunnel, and then I just bought a bunch of Young Witches and Tunnels, and then some duchies and tunnels and provinces, maybe. Yeah. It was pretty rad. Uh, yeah. I, I enabled a lot of tunnel discards for you. Yeah, you really did. Cause, <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, if you're going to go for that engine, you need to get urchin, and you were kind of waffling between how many urchins you got, but you're going to get some, and then you're going to get mercenaries, and you're going to discard cards for me quite a lot. For, for sure, and, and the fact is it does keep you away from provinces. So like that's that's a big deal. The the games Usually. where you were provincing were a lot harder for me to win. Like there was a game where I had a decent start, but you got provinces, and I don't think I won that game. Yeah, there was there was that game where uh, you like totally equalized the points because I failed to duchy a few turns in a row, and then I just like gotcha. province, province, province. <laughs> that was that was bad what? for Adam. But I think one of those turns was even through a mercenary attack because I just had three golds and hung on to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was getting a. The golds were getting down to like fourteen golds left, like or something. Ten in one case, yeah. Yeah, they were getting kind of low, but um, not not really in danger of running out. Um, the interesting thing from my my point of view was how aggressively do I go after piles? Uh, because like the first game I won off of a off of a, I'm pretty sure it was very correct for me to buy a curse on one turn because I was. Like, I was definitely aiming to empty Curses, Tunnels, and Duchies. And that was kind of my main game plan. But I think as it turned out, it was always better for me to buy a province if I could than a Duchy, say, that would help me run out the pile. Unless, of course, right, it ends the game exactly right then. Sure. Um, so that was an interesting thing. I think another thing that was pretty important was I got a lot of Tunnels, and I got them pretty fast. I greened pretty fast. But I was getting lots of young witches, like four, five young witches. That's a good card for your deck. I mean, at some point, Warehouse becomes better, but not until those purples are gone. Yeah, and it's not much better anyway. Yeah. Um, like, it's a little bit, it's a tiny bit better, but not not much at all. And, and uh, getting those purples into your deck to slow you down a little bit and empty the pile was a big deal. Yeah, for sure. The, when the curses were gone, uh, you know, I felt a lot of pressure, and I just kind of hoped I wasn't behind by so many points that I couldn't catch up. The other thing about running out the curses is that means I don't have the curses in my deck, uh, which is really good for me. Yeah, it's points for you. Like, if the, pur the purples are in my deck, they eventually end up in the trash, but not for you. Right. Well, and also just, like, the, the junky nature of I'm going to have some junk cards. I have a lot of green cards anyway. And I have some sifting, but, like, those purples still hurt in terms of deck quality. 
I, I also, I think I had made a reference to the possibility of second player advantage in this game because of Young Witch, but oh man, first player is so huge first in this game. First player was huge. Yeah. It's a big deal. Like, shuffling purples in for the Urchin player is really bad. And shuffling purples in for the Young Witch player is... Uh, I don't know. He was blocking most of my purples anyway because he had a million tunnels. I was getting a lot of tunnels. Yeah. But... It was the burn! <laughs> it was the burn. I, I used to be able to do that better. Sad day. It's it's okay. I forgive you, bro. I used to be able to do a really good Ben Stein and, like, a perfect... Uh, uh, well, anyway... <laughs> Oh man, Ben Stein. Win Ben Stein's money. I remember that show. I, I never did. One of my coworkers was on that. Are you ser- are you serious right now? I am. I am serious. I'm not serial, but I am serious. And wasn't Jimmy Kimmel the quote host of that show? He was the the guy who asked the questions. Yes. When Ben Stein well, was playing. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ben Stein was the host, but Jimmy Kimmel was the other <laughs> the the question guy. Yeah. A, yeah. a very young Jimmy Kimmel before. Oh, man. Yeah, that was like what how he broke into like on the national scale stage. I think. I think so. I think yeah, and and now he's just thrown his entire life away on that stupid lip sync battle that I think is terrible. But I, I guess we're going on a tangent here, aren't we? That is a, definitely a tangent. You, <laughs> you. I'm surprised you didn't edit that out. <laughs> I'm way too lazy for that. And <laughs> where am I going to cut that out? You'll figure it out somewhere. So anyway, I probably just cut to here because we went on a tangent. No, I'm kidding. That's not happening. Uh, anyway, I I don't have much else to say about this kingdom. I I by the way, I do not endorse the statement that Jimmy Kimmel has thrown his life away. I, I don't. I'm I, maybe that was a little harsh, but the lip sync battles are that's terrible. An, that's an Adam Horton opinion. <laughs> Hashtag trademark Adam Horton opinion. <laughs> Hashtag trademark Adam Horton opinion. That's a heck of a hashtag. We need to make that a hashtag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do that, bro. Kill began his television career as the comedic counterpart to Ben Stein on the game show Win Ben Stein's Money. Comedic counterpart. That was that's what he's called. Okay. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, if you if you have any more comments, uh, let me let's know what you think, man. Comment on uh, thingies and, and all the places we describe, either the YouTube channels, the Wandering Winter Games blog, or the Dominion subreddit. Let us know. Holla back. Girl. Holla forward. Holla in whatever direction you feel would suit you best. You do you. <laughs> That's right. In terms of hollaing. Holla like the bread? Uh, you know. I feel like that's I... a little sweet and dense to be going with that Virginia brand ham. You know, so here's the thing. It's wonderful and delicious because True. it's bread. Yeah. But there are other superior breads out there. Well, there are other superior breads, but challah has to be in the, the above the 75th percentile. Of breads? Of breads, yes. I don't know, but maybe that's just because I've never actually been able to make a challah bread. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I grew up in a community that was like 80% Jewish, so I had a lot of challah. And like fresh I, good challah. I, I, I ain't no challah bread boy. Ain't no holla bread boy. You have any idea what I'm making a reference to? <sighs> yeah, let's let's. Uh... So so in Dominion. And we're back from another edit. <laughs> <laughs> so in Dominion, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of people describe it as a deck building game, a game in in when you in which you build decks, and and you know. It's the king of the deck builders. Uh, yeah, it is the best one in my humble opinion. I play other or deck builders. Queen. It could be the queen. Let's not let's not discriminate. Yeah, but rather appreciate. That's right. Embrace reality and whatever. So, uh, <laughs> so so anyway, wow. you know, you're building you your deck so throughout this game. There, Adam. I, I am inclusive. <laughs> I'm inclusive of all types of decks that you can build. And, and, and you know, whatever. In in the words of someone, maybe Jefferson Starship, I'm not sure, but but some other things that we build in our lives besides decks and Dominion. You know, maybe maybe that I built a uh... city. This time it isn't Standy. <laughs> you think that was Jefferson Starship? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Starship Jefferson yeah 
It's just Starship, not Jefferson Starship. Wow. Thank you. See, you were so wrong. <laughs> it's Jefferson Starship. They just don't go back. Anyway, uh, that's it's a card in Dominion. No, it's it? Starship. You're thinking of Jefferson Airplane. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm right about this. I'm. Oh, oh. So here we go. Although it was originally a continuation of Jefferson Starship, its change in musical direction and subsequent loss of key Jefferson Starship personnel enforced name change ultimately led it to become a separate entity from the original band. <sighs> All right, I'd like to issue a formal Hashtag apology. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, we're, we're going to talk about City, the Dominion card. Uh, yeah. The, uh... Yeah. <laughs> the, uh... So it's a it's a card, you know, and uh, I, I guess I could like read the text of the card for you. So it's a five dollar action from the Prosperity expansion. It gives you a card and two actions, which is the village, right? And then there's some text at the bottom. It says if there are one or we built this village. <laughs> if there are one or more empty supply piles, plus one card. If there are two or more, plus a dollar and plus one buy. So you know the uh, the first phase of city is just like a village. The second phase takes of city. A village? <laughs> it does take a village. Um, the second phase is plus two cards and plus two actions. So it's like a village and a lab. And then uh, the third phase is just ridiculous. Two cards, two actions, dollar buy. It, it does all of the things, basically. It's super great. I'd just like to point out that I was very helpful to you while you were trying to read the text of that card. <laughs> you totally were. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, so, so city, it's a uh, you know, it's a really good card when you when you can, you know, get all the bells and the whistles and the whatcha doodles. Uh, but yeah, when you get it up to level two or three, depending on how you want to come down on that side of the debate, um, I in principle like the zero one two thing, but I tend to go with one two three because that's what most people anyway. I don't know. I I just say activated whenever it suits what I'm talking about and I don't about, really define it that much what how do you differentiate between the the one where it's uh, draw two cards plus two actions and draw two cards plus two actions plus money plus buy uh it's just whichever one I feel more strongly about at the time no but like how do you what do you say if activated is one aren't they both activated is it uh yeah. Sometimes I go with activated versus doubly activated or fully activated. Totally. <laughs> so City City is a sort of a unique effect. You know, it's one of those non-attack interaction cards in Dominion. And Hot. yeah, and and it's a uh, it's one of those cards that gets stronger in mirror matches a lot because, you know, they they tend to get activated more. So so the the game tends to center around them. Uh, in a lot more cases. If one player is going for City strongly and is right in doing so, uh, City becomes a, very much a focal point of the game. And, oh, yeah. And that's magnified in the mirror match because the split becomes very important. Um, I, and, and I would say that, you know, these this leads to two very different styles of games. There's, there's some of them where you don't want the City, you never touch the pile... And it's very important that you never touch the pile if the other guy disagrees with you. Yeah. And then there are the games where you dive for the cities very quickly because they're usually more powerful than any other card on the board. So you just want more of them in your deck because it tends to increase your capabilities. And very rarely they're a fine but not great card and it doesn't really matter. But that's quite uncommon. Yeah, that's like heavy cursing games where the curses are out and you have five that don't want Dutchie. I would say, I would say less and... than heavy cursing. I mean, so that's that's one style, but also like you have the world's greatest engine anyway, and okay, City City is really good because it's two cards and two actions, but like there's a bunch of other like I could be getting two cities or I could get Bizarre and Margrave and like I, Maybe it's a little better, but it's not. I, I just picture this coffee mug that says "World's Greatest Engine," and <laughs> and it's not an engine; it's a coffee mug. Yeah, I, I did say it made Same. sense. Just, just saying. So, so, so. I mean, a lot of the interesting. Can you decisions... put things other than coffee in this mug? I usually don't put coffee in my coffee mugs. Could you? 
Could you design a really tiny engine and put it in the mug? <laughs> yes, I bet you could. Get like one of those mini quadcopters and probably a, hot. a big mug, yeah. <laughs> so so a lot of the interesting decisions around city are whether or not you want to go for it, right? Because when you want to go for it, it's just a, a matter of, okay, when do I prioritize the split? Which depends so much on the rest of the kingdom that like, you know, it's, it is kind of tough to say. Well, I want to so I want to talk about this and I think okay. I think it's important to to focus on this first. Like this is something that's true in general, but especially true when it comes to city. You're at the beginning of the game, you have to think about what kind of strategy do I want to take? And in the case of city, you have to figure out do I want to play a city deck or not? Is it worth it to go for city or is it not? Um and then you figure out the implementation, right? Um, and, and in order to figure this out, you have to assume that your opponent will not cooperate. So it, generally, I find uh, the, the important thing is assume not a mirror, okay? Of to figure out which strategy is better. Right. That's... Then once you figured out which strategy is better you think about, okay, but they'll probably mirror me because they'll also be wanting to play the good strategy. And you, you want to make sure that you're still playing something that's good enough to win in a non-mirror, but that you're not going to get blown out because you're just angling for the non-mirror and you, you get destroyed because they're playing for the mirror. Right, so of course you have to pay attention to what your opponent's doing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, that happens a lot. That, that virtually every game? pretty much every game yeah yeah so so you know when, when i'm asking myself do i want to go for cities at all um it, it's usually an option between ignoring them and making that the focal point of my strategy and and that usually i mean the the big times when this question comes into play are is like can i activate the cities can i get them to give me the thing that i need and, and there are two things that the cities can give you that you potentially need. It's draw and plus buy. So sometimes you need city for draw, and you need to empty one pile to get your cities to draw you cards. And uh, I, I would say that if you have a plan to empty the cities without help from your opponent, without the draw, so that you can get your draw and then build a better deck, I mean, that plan has to involve no help from your opponent. Right. Because you, 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 you can't assume, oh, but my opponent will also be getting this thing, and so then we'll be fine. Now, in some cases, you kind of can assume your opponent will help you. But that's only when there's some key card that you have to get, right? So I don't know. There, there's some, there's some you know, other card that's, that's very important, and you're going to run them out. I'm thinking and like, the only way you can assume your opponent's going to help you is if, well, if they don't help me, they're going to lose anyway because they're not touching this pile, and I will destroy them. Sure. So I'm thinking, like, tournament maybe sometimes? Tournament? I don't think tournament's a great example because... Ouch. A dagger That doesn't really run out very often, right? Like, you sure, how often bro? do you get... Well, usually, like, one or two tournaments is, is fine, but it's not like I'm going to just drive the pile, right? I mean, I, I don't start the game trying to drive the pile, but sometimes you hit a lot of four, and, and you want some tournaments, you know? It happens. I don't, see, I, don't, I don't think tournament's a good example. I was thinking something more like, um, well, Fishing Village is, is kind of a, a, a good example of a card that empties really fast. Sure. And in that case... They usually don't have to empty Fishing Village, right? But after a little while, you can see that that's likely to happen. Or they're going to get very low anyway, and you don't have to do that much work to get them online, right? Sure, yeah. Um, foragers can get low. What other kinds of cards can get low? G generally, it always has to be something that's, that's pretty spammable, right? Yeah, and, um, and I would say easy to gain, something that's cheap. So like, Usually pretty cheap. Peddler is a great example. Oh, yeah, Peddler. That's a good right? Idea. Peddlers, well, you know, if my opponent doesn't touch Peddlers, I'm going to get 10 Peddlers, and they're not going to have any. Yeah, I'm going to win that game a lot of times, you know, if there's some decent plus buy. 
and a bunch of actions. You know, if I have a bunch of workers, villages, or hamlets or something that I can get a lot of, a lot of actions that give me plus buy in play, market squares or something, um, and I can run those peddlers. If they don't contest me on those, I'm going to win the peddler split really, really well. And then in that case, it doesn't really matter that I might, haven't gotten my cities online because I'm going to win based on I have a 9-1 peddler split or something, right? Yeah, and, and I feel like the draw from city could potentially serve you very well in that situation. So yeah, It could, but you can also kind of audible out of getting a lot of cities if your opponent's just really not helping you, and you're going to be fine, right? Yeah, sure. Um, so in that kind of a case where I know the peddlers are going to run out, then you can you can you know plan ahead and be like, well, I'm probably going to be getting a bunch of cities because these peddlers are going to run out. And if for some weird reason my opponent doesn't do that, then it doesn't hurt me that much that I've got a couple cities because I'm going to have a huge lead on peddlers. Okay. I, I feel you, bro. I feel you. So, like, you have a plan. Like, yes, the peddlers are going to run, and so city is going to be good, and, you know, you focus right. on that. Right, right. So it, it, it isn't necessarily that you have to empty a pile without any help from your opponent, but you have to have a plan for your opponent not helping you empty a pile, right? Sure, because, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely done this, and I'm sure a lot of you have. I've played those games where I just, you know, pile the cities. I'm getting one per turn, and then I finally empty the cities, and my opponent has seven provinces. <laughs> that, that doesn't feel good. You don't want that to happen I, to you. I've totally won those games before. Oh. Well, I've lost those games. Usually, because Goons was on the board. Uh, yeah, that, that'll do it, Goons. <laughs> That's a thing. It's a card in Dominion. Dominion! Uh, yeah, yeah, that. So, so, so and, and I feel like, um, you know, it, it gets a little bit magnified when, when you're counting on City for the plus buy rather than the draw. I mean, a lot of times you, you have trouble getting double city turns without draw if city is your only source of draw that that can be a a real hurdle so that's that's big contingency you have to plan for uh, but you know emptying two piles without any plus buy other than city can also be a significant challenge if your opponent's not going to help you with it and i feel like that's the analogous situation when it comes to counting on cities for your plus buy yeah yeah i mean emptying two piles advantageously by yourself is really hard. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would say that if you're going to look for the prime enablers, like if, if what do I look for in a kingdom to, to really think that this is viable? And, and, and I, I would think the biggest thing is something that can gain cities. So I'm talking about university alter stonemason and, you know, maybe some other business like remodel, but uh, not remodel, but like, some way to get lots of cities without plus buy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and and I think those are typically the the big uh, enablers. Um, on the other hand, sometimes you have plus buy and you really just need it for the draw. Sure. Uh, when when you say that, the the two cards that come to my mind are goons, like you mentioned, and also bridge. Yeah. Um, Those are the big explosive payloads that can justify you taking so much time to empty cities, potentially just one per turn. And and I think that's that's the key point here, right? Is you need a really explosive payload because on basically any board, my opponent is going to be able to do a lot if I'm just wasting a lot of time just buying cities, which are just villages for me for most of the game. So that means that I need to, once I get them active, I need to be doing something very powerful. Yeah. That, that, that works in a very short amount of time, too, generally. And, and, and like, if I think about non-terminal things that fit this description, they just don't seem powerful enough. And so, like, with City, luckily you're getting that extra action. But, you know, that's a... That's another thing that you can think about when, oh, is this worth it? Like, you can just look, wait, am I getting use out of both the actions and the cards when I've committed myself to doing this? And if you're not, well, yeah, it doesn't feel good because you're leaking value. But, you know, in a lot of cases, that, that means you lose the game. It's not a winning strategy to go for it, yeah. Right. If, if you think about it, if you're not using the actions, then you're just spending $5 a lot on lab. 
And Lab is a fine card, except it's not very good when it only draws you one card for the first eight turns you have it. <laughs> it's no bueno. <laughs> I mean, you're just not... If you're spending like, ten Lab turns... Lab isn't that good. Yeah, if you're spending ten turns doing nothing but adding Labs to your deck, that that loses to big money, doesn't it? Like... Well, but the thing is, you're not even doing that. You're spending ten turns adding Village to your deck that once you finish that, then they're Labs. Right, the fact that they, they don't turn on, so to speak, as Labs until they're gone makes right. it much more difficult to do anything with your turns other than adding that card to your deck in, in so many cases, especially if you're counting on it for draw, right? Right, right. So that that's generally a, 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 a no-go. You don't, you don't want to... You want to be... Now, maybe I get 10 cities, and I don't have 10 terminals. I have six terminals. That's okay. It's okay, man. You, know, you don't need to be necessarily making use of all of the actions, but you need to be making use of a lot of the actions. If I can play six goons, I probably win the game. <laughs> uh, that's that's probably true, yeah. yes. Probably. Hashtag edge cases. <laughs> Hashtag probably true, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, the, other, the other big topic, if you're okay moving on at this point. Oh, yeah. The other big topic on City has to do with denial. And, and I feel like in a lot of two-player games of Dominion in general, denial is something that, that comes up when you're just like, well, there's this key card, and if I let my opponent have all ten of them, I'm going to lose, so I need to contest them, so I want to get at least five, right? Um, city denial <laughs> is not like that at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. I mean, if you're not going for cities and you've decided the cities aren't good, you certainly don't want to contest them. If anything... That I mean, that's just such a bad play. Like, you're going to lose the game because you cut out turns until their deck is amazing, doing something that's marginally good for your deck and not taking a huge points lead, right? Right, right. So the, the thing to note here is that there's, it's incredibly rare to have a deck where eight, you know, singly activated cities isn't going to be enough, but ten will. Right, right, right. It's just like if ten is gonna get them to their explosive, they win. Eight two turns faster is gonna be better. Like even with those 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 huge payloads of goons and bridge, like two turns of playing eight bridges is way better than one turn of playing ten bridges. And the same thing with goons, right? So like two turns of playing five bridges is plenty to win the game. Right, right. So. So, like, giving them those extra turns is a big deal, because whatever you're doing without draw and or plus buy in your deck, it's that that turn is, what, buying a province at best? That's not right. going to compete with the extra right. turns so, that you give them. So you don't want to touch these, whatever the pile card is, particularly if it's City, at all, right? Yeah. Um, because every time I buy a City to, quote-unquote, you know, oh, I'm going to deny them... What I'm really doing is saying, okay, one fewer turn until you get to start having your really good turns. And if I'm not going for city myself, you know, I'm not really contesting them and going for a city strategy myself, basically I'm saying just one fewer turn until you you Wait. get to, you know, do your thing to win the game. Because whatever I'm doing without these cities is almost certainly less powerful than oh what you can do with eight activated cities sure yeah or i i keep saying eight it doesn't have to be eight if it's seven if it's nine whatever yeah whatever uh yeah it's not gonna be 55 (laughs) why why you gotta be such a buzzkill man you know (laughs) we have to do our best at i understand so if it were 55 i'm making the heart with my hands again here but but anyway, like yeah, denial on cities is is precisely not buying them in the case when you're not mirrored. Um, but I think uh, the one of the you know the the interesting case, at least in my mind, that's more interesting, is in the mirror when when you're really dancing around not emptying piles. Right. I I think that 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 becomes very interesting and and like I feel like 
in this case, city games aren't really won in a lot of cases. Like, I see a lot of really good players doing some things with cities that seem really questionable and going for them at all in some cases in a mirror. So, room. But, but, like, dancing around piles, like, city games aren't won. They're lost by a person, and the person to their so, left wins, you know? So, sure. The, the first thing here is the basic thing to know is you usually don't want to be the person... Assuming assuming that you are buying these, right? You don't want to be the one who buys the last card in a pile. Like if you're contested on cities, yeah. The reason being... Yeah, if, if you're both going for cities. The reason being, if you are the person who buys the last one, then the other person gets to have their big fun turns first. Mm-hmm. Right? You can buy the second to last one, who cares? But if you buy the last one, they get to start, you know, going off, having their their huge turns. Um, and that is usually such a big difference between what I'm doing before they get activated and what I'm doing after they get activated. It isn't worth it. Like, you, you just lose the game. Like, if I empty that second pile, very my, my, opponent just, just my opponent just empties estates or something. Like, it's it's very... It's right. not beyond... Right. Especially, especially the second pile. Oh, yeah. But even um, the first one, like if the if the payload is explosive enough to to go for, like one turn is how you win or lose the game. It's such a huge deal, and so like just sitting there and doing nothing, buying one province per turn, and and inviting your opponent to misplay and empty that pile, like. Well, and at some point you you might have to, right? At some point you might have to be like, you know, if, if Yolo? what what else am I going to do? And you you dance around and. You know, you've gotten the cities down to one, and you get the next pile down to one, and you get the, you know, the duchies down to one, and the provinces are down so low. Like, I have to do something, right? <laughs> sure. But, you know, stalling as long as possible can be the correct line of play in so many cases. But having said that, uh, particularly for the first pile, but even for both, I find that there are some times and some players that take that too much to heart. Okay. And they just refuse to empty a pile when, when people are both going for cities. So so what um, are cases where you don't have a clear advantage in number of cities where, where you would say it's a mistake to not activate the cities and let your opponent have that first big turn? Uh, typically when you don't have a lot of uh, gains um, and to where it's more important to get that, that two-city swing, right? If I don't buy it, so let's say I'm up five to four on cities, or I'm down four to five on cities. Let let's say I'm down four to five right now, right? Okay. If I buy the last city, then we each have five cities. Um, but if I don't buy it, and my opponent does, then I'm down four six. If my if if because all we've been doing so far is really go after the cities hard, uh, then our payload isn't really very well developed yet and that's going to come then it's not as big a deal that they get to draw first because I'm going to get to draw right after them okay I understand so what you're doing is you're minimizing the effect of um, of, of the emptying the pile and increasing the quality of the deck but you're also still incorporating the fact that the city split is important that I have I, I don't want to have too few cities to give my opponent the advantage of like oh well I can empty this pile anyway give my opponent the first turn and still be in great shape absolutely yeah it, it, it it's certainly the city split being important is that it that is sometimes more important than um then you know, especially if say I'm up six to three, even you know if if you if you ever get in that situation, like you got to turn them on for sure. Seven to three advantage on cities, like seven to three is huge. You got to start using that. If I'm down six to three, I got to turn them on too because seven to three is going to kill me otherwise. Yeah, I mean you you have that advantage. You you have to make something of it if you have more cities. If you don't turn them on, this these are turns that are comparatively speaking so, helping your opponent. So, so the interesting thing here is if you have a decently developed payload with a lot of buys, you still want to not do that. You still want to not activate um, in a lot of cases uh, because just the first turn is really – especially on the second, second activation because you just end the game, mm -hmm. right? But uh, 
even on the first activation sometimes, like you just hold off doing that because if there's enough other things I can do to help my deck, then getting that first crack is, is a big deal. Um, if I'm up five to four, you know, maybe if I have, you know, a couple of, a, a council room and a margrave and, you know, uh, I don't know, some other decent payload card, right? Then, you know, I've got some buys. I'm going to be able to do some really powerful things. Uh, but at this point, I, I want to bring up that it's important. You can't just rely on only cities to be your engine very often, right? Uh, yeah, if, usually if the city is all the components, the draw and the plus buy, I mean, it's going to be hard to activate them in time, right? So, so I well, would think that deck would be pretty weak if it relies on I'm city for everything. Most decks, you're going to want some other form of draw, I think, usually. I think so, yeah. yeah. And or good trashing. Right. Um, They're very like similar. Weak trashing and draw is definitely fine. Um, strong trashing without draw can work sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but you, you need to have some combination of other engine things. You can't say, well, I'm going to get 10 cities and that's going to be my engine. Because 10 cities draw... Even, even once they're activated, they draw you 10 cards. We had to draw 10 cities also. Or they draw you 20 cards. 10 of those are cities. Yeah. Plus you had 5 to start with. You started with 10 junk cards. You, you're not going to be drawing your deck. For sure. You need some other help. Um, so like level up cities are good, but they're not just like a deck in a box. <laughs> That'll be too easy, yeah. They're not a deck in a box. Uh, they're not. They, they're not. It's true. It's true. Yeah. They're, that's not what they are. Hashtag it's true. Um, hashtag it's true. Oh, yeah. So so there's that. But, but let's go back to the to the pile emptying dance a bit more, shall we? Yeah, because like, there, there's this whole other facet of like activating the city's mid-turn, right? Yeah. So that's a big deal. If you can get mid-turn gains, that changes the entire complexion of how things are happening. Oh, yeah. If I can activate my city's mid-turn and you can't, then uh, I can make it, proactively make it, so that I get the first big turn. And right. if you don't do anything about that, well, <laughs> you're going to have a hard time winning the game. Um. And when that's available, that's the other big circumstance where, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and buy it to empty it. Because they're going to get the first big turn anyway. Sure. So, yes, it maybe activates their first city that wouldn't have been activated, but um, that's like, okay, so they draw one more card this way that's not worth denying myself that city. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like the the way that you play around this, the way that you can put yourself in a position where I can activate the city's mid-turn and my opponent can't, and I can get some benefit out of that. Like, the, the way that you, you play around that actually is strikingly similar to very advanced endgame play, like in, in engines. Just managing the pile of provinces, which ends the game, or the pile of cities that, you know, you want to take advantage of... of having control over it can effectively end the game right almost. right or at least it's the big goal and right and so like you, you don't have the total number of points to also take into consideration which is an additional complexity for the overall end game of dominion but you know you, you do have to think about gains and uh when in your turn you can do them and and when in your turn your opponent can do them and how much you can take advantage of, of that and and, uh, you know, those, those mid-turn gainers and getting the most out of your cities, that can be, uh, there can be a lot of dancing around that. So as opposed to buying the last city, you can dance around number of gains, number of cards in a pile, etc. Right. Um, and I think the, the, the very basic things, which I, 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 I hope that is understood, and we kind of talked about a little bit implied, but I, I'm going to make it explicit here. The basic things that you want to have in order to be able to to you know do this effectively are having more cities than your opponent is a big deal. That's going to help me activate them favorably, right? Sure. If um, the gainer is because, terminal, like you're going to need some actions, and city gives well, you that. Yeah. So the gainer being terminal, but also just if I have enough more, then it 
doesn't hurt me as much to have my opponent have them active, right? And also, you, you stand to benefit more from activating them mid-turn. You benefit more and your opponent doesn't benefit as much, yes, right? Yes, yes. So having more cities is one thing, and then having uh, early turn gainers, but especially having some way to gain them relatively early in the turn without necessarily having to have played a bunch of cities first. Yeah, it would be ideal. If my deck is only a bunch of cities and then a gainer or two and then maybe a couple other cards, you know, or several other cards maybe, it, it it's not as good for me if I have to play city, 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 city before I find that gainer to activate them because I'm not going to have very many cities left to play after, right? For sure. So if... If I can find some way maybe to scheme it to the top or to warehouse to dig for it or to have an engine set up already where I don't have to play my cities first, then that's going to be a, a pretty big benefit. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you can't get that and you kind of just have to roll the dice. But if you can, you want to look for those kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I believe... Uh, I believe we've gone through everything I had in my outline. You believe we've gone through everything you had in your outline. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, the only other thing I want to talk about is um, a little bit more on on the dancing around w without being able to activate mid turn. Okay. Um, that it's really tricky sometimes. Uh, so you go and you lower down one pile very low to one, usually. And then you go and you lower the next pile down very low to one. And if you can see this coming from a ways off, you want to be able to position yourself. Having a lot of buys or gains is very important in these kinds of games. You want to be able to position yourself to empty sometimes all three piles at the same time. Yeah, uh, you can have your first big city turn, but the I've game's had a, over. I've had, yeah, I've had a number of games where my plan to defeat them and sometimes this was I'm playing against uh, a city this, this sometimes comes up when I'm not going for city at all and what I'm trying to do is empty out other piles uh, yeah. um, but you have to be very careful when you're doing this because what you want to do is if, if you give them a turn you can often be in very bad shape but if you can time it just right to where you know they're trying to lower a pile you're lowering some other pile that isn't as good for them and maybe there's a third pile that's getting low, or you have a way to get a bunch of gains at a time somehow. You empty three piles at once, they never get their turn. That is a way to defeat them having a big turn. So that's a way to play around it. Um, there's this concept sometimes, a, a, a completely different area is, let's talk about the case where, say, there's a, a curse giver on the board. Okay. Right? Ooh, yeah. And so the curses are going to run out because... You're both going to buy the witch or whatever it is. And you're going to play witch a lot. So the curses are going to run out. Or this comes up a lot with ill-gotten gains. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah. And so you have some junky pile that's going to run out. And then the cities will be active. So you think, ah, city is good here. Usually it's not. Well, I, I would assume that duchy can be pretty good there. Yeah. Um... Well, it depends. So if there's strong trashing um, to get around the junk, then, then yeah, city can be great because you still want to junk them because the, the trashing isn't just like magic and it takes some resources well, to Wait, do wait. It. Trashing isn't magic? What? It's not magic. Trashing is not magic. Thinning is winning. <sighs> my, my whole worldview has just been rocked. Oh, with, with thinning is winning? I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard that before. I know it's 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 a marvelous new invention contraption. Assemble, go. Um, yeah, yeah. Cowards, cowards can't block warriors. Um, <laughs> so the curses run out, and if you can trash them, cities are good. Yeah. Yeah, if if they're strong trashing to do that, cities are good. But but if that's not the case, then these junking kind of games with, say, Cultist or Marauder or Mountebank or Witch or whatever, um, or Sea Haggy, you know, yeah, right, with the with the headband and the moonlight, purple headband, uh, pink hair, moonlight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 
City's just not a very good card there, even if it's activated. And the reason is, in that kind of deck, sometimes it's better than a lab. Usually it's not a lot better than a lab. Lab is not very good in that kind of deck. Like Now, it's a fine card, but it's not, it's not like my opponent's going for ill-gotten gains. They're going to run out the IGGs. I'm going to run out the cities. I'll be ahead, or you know, maybe not run them out already entirely, but I'm going to have like seven of them. Like, It doesn't work. My deck is so much junk. Even though I have seven activated cities, I can't do that much. Yeah, right? Maybe buy a province? Maybe? Well, certainly I should be able to probably buy a province or maybe two, but one province I'm still behind in points, and my opponent's deck, if I'm not also junking yeah, them... is good enough to buy their own provinces. G-Games is going to be quite good. My deck's going to be bad. So, you know, if you're both junking each other, you know, City's an okay card. It's a little bit better than Lab. But in a junky game, Lab isn't very good. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, that pile's going to run. City's going to be a great card. And if you don't have a way to make your deck not be junky, then it's not a very good card. Just because drawing two cards when some of them are really bad cards doesn't doesn't help that much. Yeah, it sounds pretty rank man and especially because it's just a village until they do entirely run out and they don't run out as fast as people think in a lot of cases mm. um cultist is kind of an exception there yeah. but then like you need to have your your city in hand before the cultist and okay occasionally it works but not very often you need to have like scheme scheme uh, either one of those should probably work Hashtag three-card combo. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's all we have for uh, for the cities uh, that we built. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I feel like uh, I've, I've said what I needed to say. Like, like maybe a song had told me to do seven or eight hundred times in a row, yeah. Also, I think it's factually incorrect to say that we built this city. I didn't, I never said that. I I didn't say that you said it. I'm just saying it's factually incorrect to say. <laughs> okay. I okay. I I'm just thinking that I out wouldn't there. I wouldn't think of doing such a thing. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Great. Great. Uh well, the, now now that we've uh concluded the the consumption of our Virginia brand ham. Delicious. It was it was really good. Yeah. Um let's move on to some more bread. Yeah. <laughs> Bread's pretty good too. Bread is amazing. Yeah. Okay, do you uh, do you have that kingdom ready? I do. I, I have, I've got it right in front of me. Great. Do, do you want me to read the cards, or do you want to do it this time? Yes. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Uh, sure. Survey said <laughs> zero. So uh, th- this uh, th- thank you. So so this uh, this game. Uh, we we have cut purse procession quarry silk road cash. City, contraband, ill-gotten gains, mountebank, and soothsayer. And we've got shelters in this game. Once again, for our audio-only listeners, that is cut purse, procession. That's not possession, but procession. Quarry, Silk Road, cachet, city, contraband, ill-gotten gains, mountebank, soothsayer. With no colonies, but yes on shelters. All right. Uh, th- this this board's ugly. There's three different ways to give your opponents purples. I love purples. <laughs> of course you do. I warmly accept your purples. <laughs> with what? With my left arm. <laughs> okay, interesting. Uh, that's not really the way I would go with it. Uh. So there's like there's city here, right? Uh, that's that's a card, yeah. but like yeah. uh, and there's purples that are probably gonna run, but it's you true. know there's no trashing. Mountebank yeah. is a card. It's true. Uh, and and really that that just kind of puts the kibosh on any really big hopes and dreams that that you have this game. You know, I feel like any any sort of shenanigan potential is going to be lost so the game will this is the kind of board i love by the way i I know you do this this board i'm gonna lose every single game we play on it uh 
No, you're not. Sure. You'll you'll just punt one game to me. Well, if we play like one game, you might. If we play two, you might. If we play like six, you probably 55. won't. Fifty-five. If we play fifty-five games, I'd be very surprised if you lost them all. Challenge accepted. Uh, yeah. So well, so the I'm sure if you're trying to, you can. <laughs> So, so the crux of this game, of course, is when to green. Uh, Silk Road doesn't have estates to support it, so, like, you know, that tempts me to go for province, but the attacks are so nasty. Cutpurse is big, Mountebank is big, Soothsayer is meh, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. gaining golds is nice, but, ugh, it just seems so bad. Interesting. Uh, Silk Road's probably just another pile of duchies here, I think. I, I want to get, I want to open Cutpurse Silver, or mounts back nothing if if i'm lucky quarry no is quarry a consideration at all absolutely not well it helps you to get to two five attacks better like i don't think it's crazy i feel like cut purse is just way better i agree that i also think cut purse is better but i don't think quarry is crazy especially if you took cut purse off the board i think quarry would be a real consideration i would buy silver Uh, over quarry I think I would also buy silver over quarry, but I don't think it's a crazy... I, I, I think it would be a reasonable discussion to have because... Now, I think Cuppers is a lot better largely because, like, Cuppersing them off a of copper does a lot. Oh, yeah. Cuppers is a really good card throughout the course of the game. Yeah. Uh, well, especially early. Yeah, well, but... it's not Adelaide. Throughout the either. course of the game, yeah, it's good. Yeah, for sure. Sure, so you want to open cut per silver you're going for mountebank and then yeah that, that second fiver provinces eventually would be uh, who knows i mean the second fiver like i'd sort of be tempted by soothsayer if i can get it early uh-huh. enough because that, that uh-huh. gold gain is pretty nice it's pretty yeah. decent like that'll actually give me some hope at hitting province do you are it, okay what uh what later fives are you looking at like are you looking at just going to Reduchies really early? Do you want to cash ever? Um, I don't know about city? cash. Uh, city, probably never. Uh, okay. I, I would consider Ig to to win to tip the curse split in my favor, of course. Sure. Uh, contraband. Uh, man, Contraband has Silk Road, but I just don't like it very much. Okay. By the see, like if it's early enough. Contraband quarry combo. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I uh, if it's early enough, I would want to get the soothsayer. If it's late enough, I would probably just want the duchy. If I have a contraband and a quarry in play, and you don't deny me city, I can get multiple cities. Uh. And then if I do that a few times, I can run the cities out. And then you'd be increasingly kind of stupid to not deny me cities. Okay. Great. Meanwhile, I'll be winning the game with points. Meanwhile, back at the range? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just that just doesn't seem... It seems way too slow and, and really no, I unreliable. I, think it's good. I don't think it's good at all. I was pointing out, you know, it's a thing that you might think of, but I, I, there's, I think it's very bad. There's no way to line Mostly up because, Contraband and Quarry. There's no way to do it. Well... Mostly be well. Besides that, also once you're you've gotten four cities, like I'm gonna see what you're doing. I'm going to start denying you city, unless it just doesn't matter so much that you're dead. <laughs> Two piles are this. already empty. You can have as many cities as you want. <laughs> well, okay, that's not you entirely know, true. One anyway. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. JK. 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 <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing, bruh. LOL, LOL, LOL. Uh, maybe, maybe I wasn't thinking that. Lawler skates? Uh, I prefer Rafflecopter, yeah. I'm a Rafflecopter guy, what can I say? Uh, you can say that you're a Rafflecopter guy. Uh, hey, guess what? No. Oh, never mind. I don't have anything to say that. Yeah, I look forward to losing every single game I play with you of this because I feel like knowing when to green is uh, very difficult and I won't be as good at it as you. Uh, agree that it's important. Don't know if you'll be as good at it as me. Think first player advantage is incredibly important on this board. So I certainly don't expect to win every game. Uh, in fact, I definitely expect to win less than half the games I go second. Challenge accepted. Um, yeah, I, I also like 
Cupper Silver. I want to get a Soothsayer. That's what I want for my first five. Um, the that, that makes the game a lot faster. Province has become a lot more viable in that game. The yeah. gold is good, I think. Really good. Giving the copper is... Like, it's not... Okay, like... Yeah, but... Obviously, I'd rather give a copper than not, but I don't think that's a, as huge as it normally is. Being able to be moated is a big deal. Um, hmm. So, I like going for Soothsayer. Um, I think my second five buy is probably going to be a second Soothsayer. I might think about getting a city or two, but not a lot. And probably not, because I'm probably getting green instead. I might get ill-gotten gains, but probably only if it's giving the last curse that I think you're going to give to me anyway. Yeah. Um, I like Silk Road, because it's one of my favorite cards. <laughs> probably not great here, but it's another kind pile of, of depends on... Yeah. If, if I'm going for early... Uh, if I get you know a number of early duchies, which I think is reasonably likely, then I might eventually go for Silk Roads. But I have to think, like, if you're going for... It, it, it really depends on what your opponent's doing, right? If you are going for Mountebanks, then I don't think... I think it's going to take you a long time to actually be getting up to provinces. I could be wrong. But it kind of depends on how the game plays out. If I think I'm going to have a long time if I don't go for many provinces, uh, then obviously I think the Silk Roads are going to be better. Um, but you go for duchies first for a long time before you before you do other stuff. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I wish I could tell you people better early on, but you really need to watch how the game develops as to, okay, I'm going to be going in for duchies, or I'm going to be going for provinces more. Um, I think either way, you get duchies reasonably early, and probably earlier than you would think about in, say, like a big money smithy kind of game. Um, okay. In terms of... Maybe not in terms of turns, but certainly in terms of, like... How many provinces are left. And, yeah. yeah. I think I, I want to buy province and duchy at roughly the same time, and I might even want to buy duchy first. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, uh, leave us comments or questions on Reddit, my blog, our YouTube channels. Yeah. Um, hither, yawn. <laughs> but we, we, we had our bad experience with, with zither. Or thither. Yawn. <sighs> Get it. <laughs> yawn. <laughs> I'm very clever and <laughs> also humble. That was that was a good one, bro. Um, uh, yeah. So with that, we'll see you next time as we try to make luck. Da 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 It's a Minion Podcast. <laughs> it's a Minion Podcast. That's a sad Mickey Mouse voice. Not 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 like the voice itself is sad, but but the voice is of a sad Mickey Mouse. A Dominion Podcast. Hello. On this week's Making Luck, we are going to talk about the card City. Now, I'm sure the first thing all of you are wondering is, once the city gets activated, does it go up to level 1 from level 0, or does it go to level 2 from level 1? <laughs> Breathe, Adam. <laughs>